Welcome to the Tesla Talks podcast. We're here the very last day of May. Uh, May, I don't know about you, Rob. Did May go by fast for you? It every, by for me. every month goes by fast. <laughs> yeah, I guess I, that's a sign of getting old or something. Like that. Uh, welcome to the show, folks. Anyone in the chat room, thanks for uh, joining us. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Rob, high mileage Rob is our guest tonight. Uh, we had a few other guests, but they couldn't make it due to uh, something here in Canada called a <laughs> hockey game or something what? like that. Rob is, yeah, see, he is a true Tesla and Leaf or hockey fan. He knows how to do both. He's supporting his team, even though they may crap the bed again tonight, but we won't go there for all the Thank Leafs you. Thank people. You. But Rob's still graciously decided to. Oh, and look at that. Something's going on on his end because as I say that, he gets kicked out. Uh, we'll, we'll get Rob back in as, as soon as he comes in. But um, he decided to join us. The other guys, I don't know if it was because of hockey. I, I'm kidding, half kidding. Um, they they couldn't join us. But welcome back, Rob. Hi. Is this going to be the... Uh, <laughs> the, the I'm, I'm clicking on things. Oh, were you? Okay, so that wasn't just no. arbitrarily? Okay. Uh, hello to people in the chat. Gary uh, Rian, I think. Sorry if I butchered that name. Um, uh, their last name is Ramos, according to Facebook. I mean, um, YouTube. And then uh, Mitchell. Mitchell's here. Uh, and then everyone else that's watching or listening uh, on after the fact that this is live, people are on Facebook too. Uh, when you come in on Facebook, it doesn't say who you are. So, but if you have any questions, leave it down in the in the comments below and what I'll do that'll do is I show up on our screen and we'll be able to see Rob's been on our show before. Let, let's just write right to it. Rob's been on our show before. If you don't know Rob, Rob is probably is it safe to say, Rob, you're the number one in Canada? Nope. No, you're not? No. Nope. You, you found someone else? Oh uh, well, Cyril told me about another guy. Oh, is it that guy that's in in around your area? Sure. That that goes to New York all the time? I daily? think so, yeah. Okay, yes. I was talking to him. Uh, back and forth. I forget his name. I, th I want to say his name is Steve, but pardon pardon my ignorance if it isn't. Um, back and forth. I've been talking to him through email. Uh, and I think I saw him in the group. I think he's part of our, our Facebook group. But anyways, yeah. Like, oh yeah, I well, heard he, he has something like 350,000K. Yeah, like he'll never catch him. No. Uh, uh, well, when I talked to him, I don't think he had that much, but I, that was a while back. So I could see him having that much now. What do you have now, Rob? 202. 202. So you've just crossed over the cusp of the 200,000 kilometer mark. And now this for all our, our American metric um, Imperial friends, this is uh, kilometers. So that works out to 125,000 yeah. 125, yeah. miles. miles. Yeah. Okay. So still pretty high up there. When did you uh, cross over? <laughs> cross over 200? A couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. What did Maybe you last week. It? Last week. Oh, we're still talking about mileage. Okay. Yes, yeah, still talking about mileage. <laughs> and and uh, pardon, I, it's been a long day. I'm having a drink as we as we uh, have the podcast. We'll What's in that one? This, um, <laughs> according to my. Okay, there you can see it. There, um, it's just a little summer libation. Let's just say <laughs> summer libation. So just last week. Sorry, you said just last week. Okay. Sure. Some something like that. I don't really keep track. Yeah. It just. Well, you you, know what? you you messaged me, and I think you sent me a picture. You messaged me at least. I can't remember oh, the picture. Yeah. Um, and you posted it in in our Facebook group too when you went over. Uh, it's that's like you know, I mean, it's a big thing. It's a big thing. I know when I went over onto the Model Three and I hit eighty thousand. I um, 
hit the warranty expiration, I guess you could <laughs> say. Uh, that was a big thing for me. Uh, that was probably a good, a big thing for you in, within the first six months, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah. How long yeah. have you? How long? Oh, have you yeah, two o two o thirty nine. Okay. Two. Wow. Six figures. Well, not a big thing for six figures. So, how long have you had the car, Rob? June seventh, twenty eighteen. So it's almost three. Almost three years. Yeah, yeah. You're a week away. Mm -hmm. A week away. And where did you pick it up again at? Um, International Center. Okay. Along with along with everyone else, in the initial deliveries and yeah, among amongst the other forty thousand yeah. people, probably having some uh, Tesla sandwiches. And I was just more concerned about the sandwiches than anything. <laughs> Uh, Gary's calling you the psycho in KW. Yeah. I saw that. Um, well, you know what? You picked your car up eight days after I got mine. My anniversary was just yesterday. Be lucky you had sandwiches. That's all I'm going to say. Because we had, we had, I think, coffee. And I'm not a coffee drinker, so I had nothing. Like, they had nothing other than, like, I, yeah, I said coffee. And maybe they, they may have had water, bottled water. Um, don't quote me on that. But uh, other than that, you're lucky to have sandwiches. I guess this is yeah. a weekend. They figured, oh, you know what? We're keeping these uh, people hostage for four or five hours. We better feed them. <laughs> That's well, probably what they looked at. I just remember the sandwiches. I think there was other stuff too. But I just remember, hey, yeah, I'll take a sandwich. Take another sandwich. <laughs> yeah, yeah. a Facebook user uh, commented, said, nope, they had no coffee or no sandwiches. No coffee or sandwiches. Yeah, it's, it's like jail, eh? It's like <laughs> jail. prison food. You get water. <laughs> Well, I just remember, like in jail, you'd get sandwiches. <laughs> so I've been told. <laughs> lots of people watching the training videos over in the corner there. You know, yeah. there's a big group of people, and I'm just concentrating on sandwiches. I was like, oh, I'm hungry. I'm just gonna eat as many of these as I can. Oh, so maybe there were sandwiches for for everyone else, but no one noticed because you were just like <laughs> shoveling nah, them in your yeah. bag, hoarding them. Well, maybe, maybe, but most people are doing the training, and I just ignored that. I was <laughs> like, I'll figure it out. Um. We got some questions. Uh, John just put up a question. We're going to get to the questions in, in, in a second. I don't have Franklin here because he's uh, watching the Leafs uh, play. So I'm going to do my best to try to uh, – He Franklin, if you guys are normal watchers or listeners to the podcast, you'll know that Franklin's my um, uh, helper and uh, my regular host, and he, he helps me get through this, and he gets all the questions and everything. He's not here tonight. You know what? If it's a real blowout, he may be here in a little bit. This isn't going to be a long show, but I'm just saying, if it's a blow, you may see him, you know, come knocking on the door. Let me in, Dax. The game, the game's not worth watching. This is a three nothing. Yeah, I can. I can this see. is a three nothing. He's back here. <laughs> zero uh, zero. So, John, okay, keep keep us updated um, with the score for any of you hockey fans uh, listening. So let's get back to the topic. So you, it was June seventh. You had sandwiches. You got two hundred and two thousand kilometers almost three years later. Yeah. What kind of um? Here's the big thing for anyone. I mean, anyone's watching or listening is going to be a Tesla fan, if not a Tesla owner. But anybody that maybe maybe stumble across this podcast and wants to know, maybe they're on the fence about picking one up or you know buying one or something, like that, and they're concerned about the cost of ownership. What can you say in regards to that for someone that's had the car for almost three years, driven tons on it, almost 200,000 or just over 200,000 kilometers? What would you say you spent in a typical, you know, uh, maintenance type of thing? Yeah. Well, I mean, the reason I drive so much is because it's basically free. You know, it's so cheap to drive anywhere. Um, 
you know, running a fridge in the house costs more than running the car or, or similar. Anyway, it's really cheap. So I never really worry about, uh, you know, gas or, you know, electricity that much. It's like, well, am I going to pay 1.5 cents to drive a kilometer, you know, here or there? Uh, tire wear is actually, you know, if you work out the numbers, tire wear is actually higher than the cost of electricity to drive the car. And nobody ever worries about, well, how much is this going to cost me in tire wear? You know, driving to Toronto and back, it's going to cost me like three bucks in tire wear, but it's, um, you know, going to cost me $2.80 in electricity uh, from here. Uh, as far as maintenance is concerned, you know, it's just things come up from time to time. And uh, right now I got a squeaky upper control arm and I'm going into Tesla tomorrow. They sent me a very strange quote. Um, I, I, complained, I complained. I said, hey, upper control arm again. And uh, they <laughs> said, uh, they, they put in a thing for the quote. It said, check tire pressure. Really? And it says, zero dollars. Approve estimate or not? <laughs> I'm like, hmm, zero dollars. I guess I'll approve that. Oh, I thought they were telling you to check your tire pressure. <laughs> no, that was the service. Uh, that's the service, what they put in the okay. schedule. Oh, you know what? That sounds promising. sounds like maybe they are going right. to maybe honor it, and they're just trying to squeeze it in something, whatever category they can find that had no no charge. That's good, buddy. I mean, there. this isn't part of the news, and we're going to get to the news in, in a few minutes. Just want to talk to Rob here a little bit about this maintenance stuff now that he's over 200,000. Um, but wasn't there a reek? another recall like there has been it's not a recall recalls. it's not a recall so it's i checked the it's a service bulletin i guess here's how to solve these types of issues and uh i looked up recalls on my car the other day for my vin and there's nothing there's there's never been a recall for that car or anything like that so uh the service bulletin is just basically how to solve certain issues so yeah. i know that they want to put urethane into the upper control arms uh some of the original revisions to seal them and uh so i think they're going to do that uh oh one nothing montreal uh i think we'll get franklin back soon uh <laughs> but I watched a video the other day and it's the guy says you don't even have to take the upper control arm out and you can just solve the squeakiness just by moving it around a, bit, a bunch. If you, you just need to disconnect a couple of the bolts there, move around the upper control arm and uh, that gets grease all, all around in there. So the um, squeaky part is not squeaky anymore. And yeah. so apparently you can solve it for free on your own. Or you can pay Tesla two hundred and ten for the part, and then two and a half hours labor to do it. Well, is is that solving it? Like it sounds like someone's just doing a workaround, maybe a temporary fix or something. But I, I didn't see the video, so I'll take your word for it. It doesn't sound, but it doesn't sound well, like it's solving it, is it? Well, someone said it. It was a year later, and still no squeaking. So it was squeaking, and then as soon as they moved the 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 part around the upper control arm, there's a a pin on it. And as soon as they gave that the full range of motion, it got greased throughout the fitting. And a year later, they said it's still not squeaking. But, but is the problem, if I remember correctly, as, um, as Cyril was trying to explain it to me, that it's losing lubricant, like, like that, that, that area is supposed to be packed, that little boot is supposed to be packed with grease, and it's losing the grease. That's what's making the squeaking noise. So if that's true, that sounds like it's only temporary because if it started squeaking in the first place, it means it's 
I, I could be wrong. I, I don't 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 take what I'm what I'm saying as no. base value, folks. I, I'm there. not a technician or a mechanical or a mechanic. So, wow, uh, low mileage, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> what's that? What are you laughing at? In the Facebook, uh, the chat. He's calling himself low mileage Mitch with 31,000 on the, oh, on the car. Weird. Yeah. Wow. Thir Mitch, maybe you got to get off Facebook a little bit because you're all, which I appreciate your con contributions in Facebook in the group. Don't get me wrong, but maybe drive your car more. Wow. That even you, I think you're beating Ryan. If you really truly have 31,000, you're beating Ryan. Uh, wow. 10,000 a year. Way to go. Way to go. <laughs> you're driving, you're driving a free car. 10,000 a year. Come well, on. who knows? You know what? We're, we're, no. we're not going to make fun of Mitch. We don't know. Maybe, maybe <laughs> Mitch is a senior. I, he doesn't strike me as a senior. I think I've met him once at one of the, one of the meetups, but <laughs> maybe he's a senior. <laughs> you see that one upper control arm replaced in three years. So yeah, my, my question one. for the chat, for people who have had upper control arms replaced, mine has always been driver's side. Driver's side, driver's side, driver's side. Mine was also Three the, times. My, mine was the driver's side too. Now, here's the thing though. Rob, do you know if it was actually replaced or repaired? Replaced. Replaced, guaranteed. You know this for a fact? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, the second time was because there was a crash. But you know what? Yeah, the first yeah. time <laughs> first time was replaced for sure. Okay. So really only two then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I wish okay. it was. Yeah. Okay. Well, you'll have to let us know. Oh, there's a passenger. And then there's a driver's side. Yeah. Okay. There are some passengers. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, Rob, Rob is saying uh, Cyril may have a possible fix. I know Cyril can't do it because he said once you do the control arm, you have to uh, uh, realign. Uh, you got to get a, an alignment, and he doesn't have the alignment machine. He said you might be able to get away without getting an alignment. But he's, 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 he, he recommends such a, it. Yeah, he does such right. a good quality job that he's not going to, you know, do you like that type of thing. Oh, by the way, Rob was wondering if, Rob, did you get your uh, rear marker lights? No, he was showing me those last night. They got an Audi style rear marker light. Oh, it's that one. Yeah, I saw that. That's Did you cheese. see that? That's cheese. That's right? cheese, really? Yeah, maybe. Well, I may be a little biased because I'm not into Audi anything at all. So I'm not. I'm not either. I, well, I had the Audi rental. It was terrible. <laughs> Audi A4. Oh God, I couldn't wait to get my Model Three back. There were so many design problems with that Audi. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. okay. Um, getting back to the maintenance. So the control arm, I know we went down a little rabbit hole with the control arm. What would you, if you had to guess, I'm not asking you down to the dollar, but if you had to ballpark or guesstimate in the three years of all your maintenance out of pocket, not including the main, not including the warranty stuff, but the stuff that you had to pay out of pocket. Cause I know your, your charge door flapped it, went at one yep. point and you did it yourself. I remember that. What would you yep. say in total you've paid maintenance for your car? So are we can, counting tires? Yeah. C can can you mute that if you yeah, don't mind? Or, you need, or do yeah. you need it? I just if, muted it. No, if you need it, that's good. But it, no, no, I was yeah. I okay. it was kept going off. <laughs> uh, are we including tires? Yeah, let's let's throw tires in there because you know what? It's it's an everyday maintenance uh, right. that so, every car has to do. You know, so for repairs, I'm into it for about a thousand bucks. That's it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, upper control arm and charge door, which you did yourself. Yeah. Well, and which I still had to buy the part. Yep, yep. I and the charge doors are cheaper now. Now, now the charge doors are revised and 170 bucks, so it's less money than I paid, um, and supposedly improved. 
and then the upper control arms 210. The parts are not never expensive. Tesla parts are cheap. No, you know what? Was They're it really was, cheap? Yeah, was it you that brought up that topic in in one of the groups a couple of days ago? People complaining about uh, Tesla being so expensive, but the parts are very reasonable. Maybe parts are cheaper than any other brand that I know. Yeah. Somebody somebody brought it up in in the group, and I can't remember if it was a Facebook group or who, been me. Reddit, where someone compared it to a Hyundai or something. Or no, a, Nissan Leaf. A Nissan Leaf. That was a, me. Okay, it was three thousand dollars or two thousand. Three thousand for a headlight, and Tesla charges thirteen hundred. Wow! So look at that. So, so, do you want a Nissan Leaf headlight for three thousand, or do you want a Tesla headlight for thirteen hundred? Because people say thirteen hundred dollars for a Tesla Model Three headlight is insane. And I'm telling people it's not actually even that expensive. And someone else said a BMW headlights for like five thousand bucks. You know what? It's people. People seem to forget. And, and another example. And we're going to get to the news. I promise soon, folks. I know we're just Rob and I are just chit chatting here and with, mm-hmm. with the people in the group and having a little interaction, which which is good. I like interaction with the uh, the watchers and people that are listening and, and uh, watching on Facebook on um, uh, YouTube, but. What was I going to say now? I lost my train of thought. I think <laughs> it's just, just, just Tesla's value per, oh, yes. uh, for parts. Uh, their labor is crazy, 175 an hour. But you know, I, oh, if you can do it yourself, then Tesla's and, like super cheap. And that's where maybe maybe that's where they, it, it levels out to other uh, competitors because their labor rate is high up there, like like uh, high-end oh. high end vehicles. Oh, yeah. Uh, but whereas Nissan, even though you're paying 3000 for the headlight, maybe the labor isn't that much, but you sure have to do a lot of labor to equal to still like m- meet or exceed Tesla when the price is a difference of $1,700. But I yeah. remember what I was going to say. I was going to say that I, I find lately people that are getting Teslas, I think they're forgetting. And I don't, I don't, I, there's a word, but I don't want to use it. But I, I'm wondering if people are realizing that they're getting these cars and yeah, they're expensive cars up front, but talking about uh, parts and, and maintenance, it's not that much. And then somebody, and, and the reason I think of, think of this and I bring this up is somebody was asking me about um, uh, PPF. They wanted to get PPF. They just got a new Y, I think it was. And um, they wanted to know a price, uh, how much I paid or, or if I had a price for just getting the front end done. And I know, um, which I, what I should have said, sorry, let me get off this topic for one quick second and remind everyone and apologize to everyone that I know I said, Lorenzo from Inception Automotive Detailing was supposed to be oh, on the yeah. podcast this week. Something came up personal that, that he couldn't make it. Uh, I apologize to everyone. It was out of both our controls. Uh, he will be on next week or the week after. We will get him on, and you guys can ask all your questions, and he will tell you all thing, everything about PPF and ceramic coating and tinting and wrapping and all that kind of stuff. Anyways, getting back to what I was saying, yeah, this gentleman was looking for PPF, and he just wanted the front end done with the mirrors and the front third um, mm-hmm. and it was $1,600 and he's like, that's a little bit too rich for my blood. Well, that's what it costs. Yeah. And, but well, A, that's what it costs. And B, it wasn't that much. I, I did my research and I looked around at some other shops around and other shops were more expensive. Uh, yeah. You could also find shops that are probably a lot cheaper. But <laughs> one thing I've learned, there's, you know, you can be cheap for a few things in life. Maybe you can even argue, say, a lot of things in life and look for discounts and look for cutting corners. But one thing I learned in the last three years uh, while I got into the world of Tesla and while I got into the world of PPF is that's one thing you don't want to skimp on, in my opinion. So, should I tell you my story? 
Yeah, it, is it? Yeah, is it gonna uh, contradict my story? Yeah, yeah, and that's go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I like, I like to, I like to get so a balance. I uh, when I got my car, I didn't do anything. I didn't do PPF or anything like that. I didn't. It was too expensive. I didn't want to spend it. Great. So drove and drove and drove and drove. Hundred sixty thousand k. Well, you know what I ended up doing? I bought a um, pre-cut kit, pre-cut PPF kit on eBay. It's like three hundred fifty bucks. Yep. SunTech Ultra. It's rated really well. It's uh, rated better than Expel in some cases, I believe. And uh, just bought the pre-cut kit. Came with uh, the front half, three hundred fifty bucks. Did it myself. Yeah, and you know what? That's great. And I know a few people. There was a guy that lived uh, in my town here. Um, uh, he used to. He's moved. He's moved to different province. A good buddy of mine. Um, I mean, I when I say good buddy, I, I met him through the test community, and he did. He he wrapped his car himself. Never wrapped before. Mm-hmm. A very hands-on guy. Wrapped it. He said the learning curve was huge. He uh, he he said it was hard. It took days and days. He says, but when he was finished, he was glad he did it himself because it was a learning experience and everything, and and he could do it again. But right. what? But two things. He said now he knows why people pay uh, or why people charge what they charge for it because it's not the materials when it comes to right. PPF. And well, wrapping, it is actually. The, it's the PPF's labor. PPF's expensive. PPF's still expensive. Yeah, it. But compared to, like, let's take the sixteen hundred dollars, like mm-hmm. uh, that that Inception charges. Um, and sorry, it may not be sixteen. I'm thinking sixteen, but don't quote me on that, please. Don't. I don't work for the company, so I'm just guesstimating. That's what what I think I heard uh, the guy say. Anyways, um, you know, yeah. It's a little pricey, but it's the labor. The majority of that thing is the labor because it's a skill. And like I said, he said that he realized why it was expensive because it's a skill. And like I said, he knew how to do it so he could do it again. And I asked him, I said, are you going to do it again? Because he did take it off about two years later or a year and a half later. And he goes, hell no, I would never do this again. Because even though he knew how to do it, even though like he was – experience i guess you could say or maybe he lucked out whatever uh he said he would never do it again so you know just keep that in mind uh it's it's and my point for the whole thing is yeah you can do a lot of things yourself and and power to you if you can uh, i'm not handy so i can't do that kind of thing but if you do do it power to you but understand that you've just spent and i told that's what i told this guy this gentleman i said you just spent eighty thousand dollars for a car um do you want to uh Penny pinch on three four hundred dollars. Now, I'm not. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying three four hundred dollars isn't a lot of money, but in the bigger scheme of things, compared to what you just paid for that car, because in my opinion, you get what you pay for when it comes to PPF. And you go to the smaller shops that aren't experienced and aren't licensed. I don't know. So, just to follow up with my, uh, I did it myself type of thing. Yeah. I just wanted to explain. I did not do the bumper. Because the bumper is <laughs> the problem area that a, a DIYer would have severe difficulty doing. So I, I read this, I heard this, I decided not to attempt it. But the hood and the fenders were real were pretty straightforward. You know, a couple hours done. Um, you know, fog lights they're flat, hoods flat, fenders are fairly flat. Okay, um, so you didn't get a real representation of wrapping a car then. Well, because, no, 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 you're right. You're right. I've heard no. the front end is really difficult. But I also like stuck to the metal parts, and I didn't worry about the plastic parts so much, right? Like yeah. the bumper's plastic. It's more resilient than the metal is. 
to rock chips. Although I found one a couple days ago, a pretty nasty rock chip in the bumper. So, you know, hey, buddy, two hundred thousand kilometers. Yeah, you gotta expect that. But you know what? You're right. Let's let's. Um, so, anyways, that's your experience. Two hundred thousand kilometers. Rob's probably got the second. So, arguably the second highest. Yeah, I figure I spent twelve hundred dollars on on maintenance stuff like that, and then maybe another. Um, you know, one one or have I been through two sets of tires? I mean, I got multiple sets of tires, and. Uh, you know, the twenties I bought, which were dirt cheap, Goodyear Eagles, um, they they just last and last and last. They, you know, my original tires lasted sixty thousand. I don't think I've bought another. I have a set of winters and a really? set of twenties, and I haven't bought anything since then. So the other hundred and forty thousand has been divided between the twenties and the winters. That's interesting to know. Hmm. Good the to know. OEM tires last the least length of time, and the the twenties still have tons of tread, but you know, they don't grip quite like the, <laughs> they don't grip the best. No, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, thanks for taking us through that and uh, telling us your experience and stuff. How about we get to the news and you can give, oh, us, yeah. give me your opinion about the news. So speaking of front ends and speaking of <laughs> bumpers and everything, do you know what's missing on any new car? <laughs> when I say new car, anything built uh, any three or Y built after April 27th or 17th, 17th, I think it's 17th. Yeah. It's the radar. And, and I'm not doing a shameless plug here. It just happens to be my picture there, but this, this article is by drive Tesla Canada. We'll come down here. Uh, so I don't look shameful, uh, plugging my own, um, uh, video there, but yeah, basically in a nutshell, any car, let me rephrase that any Tesla model Y or model three after uh, production date of April 17th. I, I keep wanting to say the 27th, but I'm pretty sure Darren should have it here in his in his article. I'm pretty sure it's April 17th. Um, doesn't come with radar anymore. And now Tesla's moved over and put all their eggs in one basket and doubled down on cameras. And they call it Tesla Vision for anyone at home that's not paying attention or didn't know about this, which is, you know, if, if, you're not, if you didn't know about it, I, I wouldn't blame you because only us... Tesla weirdos would know all, all this stuff. Now, my car, I, I got a Model Y, and um, my car is one of those cars. And I took it out. I've only had the car for, you okay there, Rob? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I only had my car for about 24 to 36 hours, and now I don't have it for, for about a week because it's getting, speaking of PPF and stuff, <laughs> it's, it's there. So um, the little bit that I drove, I did a, a, a quick video uh, explaining it and, and testing out autopilot. I didn't get FSD on this car. Um, at 10, 10, 6 Canadian, I figured, you know what, the way this beta is going out and uh, how Elon and the team keep changing their mind and rewriting the software, that's a separate discussion altogether. But I wasn't uh, dish out that money. Maybe we'll see what happens when the uh, subscription comes in and, and how uh, version 9 goes and see how that, if that's any better. If it comes, if it ever comes to Canada, thank you very much, Franklin, for pissing off Elon and not getting us it here in Canada. Anyways, definitely Franklin's fault. Definitely. Guaranteed. There's no doubt about it. Um, so my point was, uh, <laughs> I keep going off on these tangents, and I apologize, folks. I'm going to try to <laughs> reel in, reel myself in. So, yeah, so it doesn't have a radar. Um, and because of that, 
when I picked it up, I had to, it wasn't a sign. It wasn't a disclaimer or any NDA or any kind of, uh, some people thought it was a waiver. I had to sign like signing off my firstborn or something. No, all I was saying is just so you know, these are going to be the things that are not on the car or limited for a few weeks until we push out an update where it'll be on par with the radar cars. Who knows if it's going to be a couple weeks, but anyways, that's what, that's what the wording said. And you just had to, say i accept or i agree or something it was a button you pressed right so nothing no digital signature or anything but part of the things is um that was temporary disabled or inactive was uh the auto now it still does auto steer but within auto steer or autopilot uh if you had fsd the smart summon wouldn't work uh the emergency lane departure wouldn't work i couldn't test that out i know uh, lane departure avoidance works. I remember taking my hand off the wheel when I wasn't an autopilot, and it, as the car would drift to the center line or the dotted line or over to the solid line, the car would audibly beep and pull me back in. I didn't uh, do a video on that. I'll do it later. Um, so that all worked, but the emergency part of the lane departure, which which I'm guessing means, correct me if I'm wrong, Rob, that's like if the car senses uh, impeding or in uh, uh, an, an accident happening in front of you and you don't move out of the way in time, it can pull the wheel if it's clear on the side of you and you can move you into the other lane. It departs that lane into the other lane under an emergency. That's what I'm I not, think. I'm not 100% clear on that one. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's what it is. We'll see. Uh, if people in the comments down below or in, in the chat know, uh, they can comment and let me know if they, that's, they think that's what it is. And the other thing is to... The um, following distance, oh, oh, 75 miles or 120 kilometers, it's limited to while you're on autopilot on a highway. That was another limitation. And right. the following distance, instead of going from one to seven, now the following distance is from three to seven. So you can't use setting one or setting two, which is, you know what? I don't know about you, Rob. You, you may be crazy. I'm not. I use one all the time. It's not you, close uh, enough. It's not close enough. How close? To Oh, you need you need you need a point five. We need a point five. You're that guy that drives behind me, like right on my ass. No, one is not that close, honestly. Okay, well, listen, I drive in three and four, and that's plenty for me. When it's snowing or raining or something, like that, well, when it's snowing, I usually don't use it. But if I have, if it's light snow or something, I'll put it to five. But three or four is fine for me. I. I don't know. I just, you know, in my opinion, my driving style, my driving habits, call me old, call me a grandpa. I'm not. Do you notice Franklin's back because he's tired of watching the Leafs game already? I know. And he's, can you stop, Franklin? Stop donating money. <laughs> <laughs> Two nothing, Montreal. Is it? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, definitely we're going to get FSD before the Leafs win uh, a series. Yeah, yeah, that, that might be mm -hmm. a nice tie in there, Rob. Yeah, that was nice. So, What's your opinion on this uh, no radar? Now, your car has a radar. Mine yes. doesn't. My opinion right now is, like I said, it's too early. I haven't driven enough with it. People commenting in my videos saying, oh, tell me how it works in the nighttime and stuff like that. I haven't had a chance to do that yet. I'd well, rather have it. Yeah. That's just my opinion. That's my uneducated opinion on it, that I'd rather have radar than not. What, yeah. Why would I, I want a feature? Why would I want radar in my car that, doesn't that gets deactivated because I don't know Tesla's got ideas. So yeah. I think I think they need to flesh out these ideas before they disable radar in older cars. But well, I don't know. That's just my opinion. Here is know. no. I, I agree with you, buddy. Um, 
you're right. They should have two things. They should have done that. And be let, let, before we get to that, let me just tell you the little experience I had with it. It felt fine. It felt really no different than a radar car. I drove my Model Three for almost three years, and it it didn't notice any different. The only one difference I would say I noticed, or sorry, two differences. The one slight difference is when it was coming up to a stop sign or a red light or a car in front of me was slowing down. Uh, it seemed to have slowed down a little more abruptly than I found with. Um, with the Model 3, which had a radar. Uh, so maybe it needs a little fine tuning there. But the other thing I noticed, and the one thing I complained about a little bit, is I love the fact, and you can attest to this, Rob, because you've driven so many kilometers on your car, is I love the fact that with a radar, front radar, when you're following the car in front of you, whatever distance, it doesn't matter, that's debatable. But if there was another car in front of that car, it would, A, it would show up on, on our display, on our, um, whatever it's called, the display on the left of the screen. Uh, and that means the computer sees it. And I've seen, I don't know about you, but I've seen numerous uh, dash cam videos or other videos where that's actually saved the Tesla driver, whether it's an S or an X or a Model 3 or Y, where the, the car, the, the second car in front of you slows down or breaks or gets into an accident. Before the car directly in front of you even starts to brake or applies the brake lights or anything like that, Tesla's already alerting you because it knows what – because the radar is bouncing underneath the car and picking up the other car in front of it. Now, it's not doing that because it's a camera and it can't do that. The only times I've noticed it's doing <laughs> it is if it's a small car in front of me and a bigger, larger vehicle like an SUV. Hummer. Or, or, or a, a tractor trailer or something that's in front of it yeah. that, where the camera can visually see it. But if it's the opposite way around, like I was driving in the video, I was driving behind a garbage truck for some time. I guarantee you whatever car, no matter even if it was a pickup truck that uh, that was in front of it, that garbage truck is so huge that it wouldn't – it can't – the camera vision can't see around that vehicle. So right. I, I certainly yeah. would miss that. I think that's a good feature. I've had it. I've had the uh, brake pedal, the car put the brake pedal to the floor before um, when a car two in front of me slammed on the brakes, the car in front of me hadn't even hit the brakes yet. There My car go. was already on the brake pedal. You know, right. it saved me maybe in 200,000 K that's happened two or three times. Well, see, there you go. There's uh, someone mm -hmm. else uh, on clubhouse uh, told me the same thing that, that they've had radar save their skin at mm -hmm. least once. And yep. they worry about it not like, – and you know what? This is us guesstimating. We don't know. We're not in that boardroom or that office where the FSD or the vision team works out of all, what, 20-something of them. So we don't know if they've got something up their sleeve or, or the tech that they're working on can mimic that or do that. We're only – from our – you know, basic knowledge or our uh, limited knowledge, we can only assume what we can assume. And we can't blame us for assuming it, right? But uh, right. some people would say, you know what, shut up, don't say anything until you see what's what they release in version nine. True enough, fair enough, you know, if, if, if that's what you want to say, um, we'll have to wait and see, I guess. But, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think I would prefer a a radar car. And, and your second to your second point, what you were saying is, you know what, and that's where it got me at the beginning. It's like, you know what? Why take it? Why take the radar out and scramble to get the software working and then have to put these limitations in just to get the cars delivered so you can have a successful quarter or, you know, you know, 
rescue your quarter or whatever because I heard there was 10 to 20,000 cars sitting at Fremont undelivered sitting in a parking lot. Now they're starting to move now, so everything should be okay. But like, why do that when you took the radar out? Now, someone told me uh, on the internet that they heard or they can confirm that it was a parts issue and a manufacturing issue that it wasn't Tesla's choice to take the radar out. If they had more time, they wouldn't have, and, and they were forced to because of a short uh, part shortage. Computer chips? Uh, well, with the radar itself, the actual right. radar well, part. Now, if yeah, that's, computer chips in the radar. Yeah. Now, if that's the fact, that's a fact. I don't blame him for that, but I don't know. I mean, if I don't know. I don't know if that's the case. I'm not saying it is. I'm not saying it isn't. I can't. I can't confirm either yay or nay. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm sure the truth will come out eventually, and we'll we'll realize, we'll figure out what it was all all this time down the road. So so that's I guess the controversy or the new thing that everyone's been talking about in the Tesla community. That's why I want to lead off with that. I know we led off with it like 25 minutes into the show, but that's what that's what the big news is right there uh we can move on sort of along the same lines we're gonna pull up the next uh screen here bear with me it is going to be on the same lines like i said with with uh, tesla vision and stuff like that uh this is article is brought to us by uh darren at uh, drive tesla canada tesla vision autopilot has some interesting new behaviors now because we've been just talking about how the car and the software now is dependent strictly and so importantly on the front-facing cameras. Now there's three of them. And then someone said those side markers, those clearance ones, sorry, not the clearance ones, uh, the, the B-pillar ones, the way they're angled, they see some of the front too. So really, if you look at it, they're including all five of those cameras. I see it as the three on the windshield, but you know, right. if, if you want to, for argument's sake, I'll include those other two there, right? So taking those cameras, those are the only cameras, no radar anymore. So those are what they're going to depend on. Um, I was driving when I was actually taking my car uh, to the um, detailing shop. It was raining that day. And I noticed as I was driving, I was on autopilot. This message came up. I don't know if you can see it on the screen. And for people at home, it uh, message right in the wipers uh, settings huh. came up. It says windshield wipers cannot be disabled when autopilot is active. So that centerpiece where you can actually touch it and turn it off so you don't have the settings at the bottom, I wasn't able to do that. So I took a quick shot of it. Um, oh, that's so weird. Yeah. So, well, it, I, I, I see it, right? I guess I see it because they don't want any obstructions on the windshield obstructing their camera because they're – think of it. They're depending on that camera. It's the only thing that's uh, keeping the car on the road. So, but you know what? What? Wait a minute. Was the radar before for the radar cars? Is the radar keeping them on the road, or still depending on the cameras? You know what I mean? Before, like, like in your car, when it's raining, if you turn off the wipers and your windshield is completely gone, is it still gonna? Is is it gonna be able to stay in between the the lines just with the radar? That's not the purpose of the radar, is it? My car stayed in between the lines. Is Pretty good at seeing. Um, I no, think the, I'm just thinking the water that. just kind of flows off the windshield, so I didn't even really need to run the wipers a lot of the time. I don't really need to run them all the time. Yeah. I hate, I hate them. I hate the auto wipers. You know what? 90% of people do, but you know what? Maybe I'm just one of the 10%. I don't mind them. I, I, yeah, okay. 
They went they, too much. They get schizophrenic at times, and yeah, they'll like be going mm-hmm. nuts at at speed four or five or whatever the maximum speed is when there's like one or two drops on. Yeah, it's done that at times, but for the most part, I don't find that it does a bad job. Maybe I'm just crazy like that. Yeah, um, crazy. Yeah. Another thing in this article that Darren mentioned that some uh, Reddit users had, had brought to his attention is, and I haven't had a chance to see this because I haven't driven my car at night yet, is the auto high beams. Now, just like the wipers, if you're driving in the dark and you have your auto your your high beams on, if you go to turn them off off auto high beam, it another message comes up right here and it says auto high beams must be turned uh, must be on to resume autopilot. Hmm. So. I don't know. Now, I wonder what it would do if an oncoming car from the different from the opposite direction is coming. Is it going to keep it on and blind that car just to keep autopilot engaged? Like, I'm curious about that. Uh, you know, what's what's hilarious about this. It's like they're forcing these two features that nobody likes to use. They're going to force people to use them. You want to use autopilot? You got to use these features. <laughs> and that's another thing. I can say that I didn't you, mind. I didn't you don't mind, mind auto high beams. I didn't mind auto high beams. Either. Really? I thought it, it worked fine in my They're opinion. Terrible. <laughs> no, it's looking, like I'm flashing other drivers to tell them there's a cop ahead, you know, flash, 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 flash. Oh yeah. I hate when people do that. Okay. This, this picture that I'm for anyone watching, this picture is uh, from a guy on Reddit named jaws 12. Uh, or you slash Jaws 12. That's the same. Thanks for the picture. I'm looking at this picture now a little more closely. And okay, it says that little caption on it, but it, for people listening at home and not watching it. So just picture your autopilot screen on. Uh, you've got the blue line. This is actually, it looks like it's on the highway because it looks like Navigate on autopilot because it's uh, got the single blue line. Right. Uh, and it looks, it's multi-lane. It looks like it's three lanes here and it's in the right lane and it's saying the high beams are on. But here's the thing. There is a car that looks like it's no more than what four or five car lengths. I'm I'm guessing in this animation on the screen. So that car in front of this Tesla is getting belted in his rear so view mirror. I think you're un- misunderstanding this a little bit. The way um, auto high beams they're auto, so they're probably off right now. Okay, but, they, but they're set to auto, so they will turn on when there's no other vehicles around. Okay, well, you know what? You're probably absolutely right. I was misunderstanding because I, I thought it meant that they won't be on the whole time. They'll they'll only be on when there's nothing else around. I'm just uh, astonished at the uh, 558 watt hours per mile there. (laughs) They're having a good. They're having a good drive right there. Oh, that's true. I didn't even notice that. Holy (laughs) crow! That's uh, that's foot to the floor type of stuff. Okay, let me do the quick. Math here, five thirty-eight. Still really high. Jesus, that's three hundred and thirty-six. That's yeah, like, that's, that's like, pulling a trailer. <laughs> yeah, and and keep in mind, looking at this screen, it's not an X or a S. This is a Y or a three because I can tell by the the, yeah. the layout and the display. And they're doing sixty-seven miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, maybe they're towing something. That's true, but there's no uh, uh, trailer icon in the bottom left. Oh, they're they're having a good time then. Then yeah, they're flying. But they're not flying in this picture. Anyways, you know what I'm saying. Um, yeah. yeah, you're right. Thanks for uh, clarifying that with me, Rob. They're definitely – it means it doesn't mean it's blinding people, but it means it has to be on, which, once again, 
I won't notice any difference because I keep my auto high beams on and it comes on my car and goes off as it needs. And I never have anyone flashing me. I never have to engage it myself because it doesn't come on when I want it to come on. It's, I just let the car do its thing. Maybe I'm weird. You're weird. Yeah, maybe you're I'm weird. weird. It flashes way too much for me. Does it? Does it? I don't, I don't like know. it. I don't like it. I don't like it. There, there needs to be some, some sensitivity settings on both, both features, on the wipers and the auto high beams. You need, there needs to be some way where you can set it so it's you know, less sensitive or something. Yeah, maybe. And maybe, maybe they can put that in there. I mean, it's all software, oh. right? To yeah. But even the easy stuff Tesla doesn't do. That's my, that's my issue with the stupid thing. The, the, the thing that bothers me a lot, wipers, auto wipers, you get in the car, you press the brake pedal, you haven't closed the door yet, and you get freaking oh, soaked. No. And you get soaked every time. I always forget, and I'm always upset at myself. And I'm just thinking, why, don't, why can't they program this so that when the door is open, the wipers don't run ever? You're, you're right. It is such a simple thing that they could do to change that. Mm -hmm. um, a couple lines of code, I'm assuming, a few lines of code. I don't know. Right. I don't, I don't want to oversimplify it. I'm sure it's a little more involved than that. But I know what you mean. But then they could turn around and say, dummy, don't turn, don't put your foot on the brake until you close I the forget. door. I forget. I yeah. forget. Yeah. I'm not calling you a dummy. I'm just saying this is probably I just forget. And then it's just there, there's a lot of simple, dead simple stuff Tesla could do to improve it, and they don't they don't do that. So why would you expect them to do the harder stuff? Well, your your uh, fellow friend with the same namesake uh, on Twitter on a YouTube here also agrees with you. He's saying uh, high beams is great for rural back road driving, but anywhere right. else it's no good. Just as long as there's no reflectors down the side of the road, because those reflectors fool it too. You know what, though? Yeah, we complain, and I know it can all be fixed, but I, I'll tell you a story. We'll get off this high beam thing or auto high beams. I have, I have auto high beams in my uh, Toyota, my Tacoma that I have now, and even on my – before I had that, I had a Highlander, a 2017 Highlander. Buddy, you, you think the Tesla auto high beams are bad? Toyota, which is a big, huge oh. company, buddy, they, they're, I mean, for one, their headlights suck. I guess once you drive a Tesla and you get into any other car that doesn't have LED headlights and has a regular incandescent headlights, it's, it's night and day, right? So you get spoiled being in a Tesla for one for their, you know, projection of their beam. But then the high beam, the auto high beams, it's just terrible in, in, in a Tesla, in a Toyota. That's that's just surprised me. I mean, I've been I haven't been in very many cars with auto high beams, but um, I they were better than the the Model Three for sure. I think uh, last one I think I remember was a Chrysler three hundred, and uh, pretty sure that was superior to the Tesla. Oh yeah, so, but interesting. Just me. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Well, moving right along, we don't like I said. I don't want to belabor the whole high beam and um, wiper thing too much. I mean, it was just <laughs> two small things. But you know what? It, I, I think it needs to be spoken about because look how passionate you are. About they just it. need and more adjustability. That's that's all I'm saying. Just it, more adjustability. Well, here's the thing: is Tesla becoming the Apple of of the world, and you're wanting more of a Android based where you can have more control? 
I never considered Tesla the Apple of car manufacturers. No, no, I'm just throwing that out. I mean, I know they've been compared many times, and I'm, and maybe not I know, in, in I know sense. that that comparison bothers me because it's like Tesla's a value product, and Apple is premium. It's they charge premium rates, and yeah. Tesla. If you look at prices, I mean, the Ionic, uh, the new Ionic Five for six, no, the five, five. the prices were released today. It's going to be like seventy grand. Is it? I, yeah. The U.S. price, right? Came no, out Canadian. Canadian. Oh, came out but that's Canada. not even the GT. That's just the regular one. Is seventy grand dual motor? It's going to wow. be. It's over spec. The the Model Three over specs it. If you get a dual motor Model Three, it's got better specs on paper for sure. But you know, Tesla's the bargain brand with the Model Three. It's Model turning out. To, it's turning out that way, right? And when the two comes out, if they call it a two, who knows what they will call it—the more mm -hmm. affordable one. Yeah, like you know what? And this just goes back to show you and to speak about how Tesla's so far ahead in technology. And even um, Sandy Monroe mentioned it again uh, a couple days ago in one of his um, one of his videos. Uh, I think he was talking to Alex from uh, e, e from Electric E for Electric, and they're still ahead, and they're still, still going to be ahead for a while. Like, yeah, okay. Ford, you can say Ford and VW and maybe Kia's or Hyundai is coming knocking on their door or all these other OEM manufacturers. But yeah, they're coming out with their thing, which is good. It's good for the whole industry. It's good mm -hmm. for all consumers that they have choice. And I like that F-150 and I think it's good and everything. But yep. look, they find out now the F-150, it's going to be like 60, 65. After or, delivery, it's 70. Yeah. It's the same price as the, uh, well, it's actually more going to be more money than a dual motor Cybertruck. Yeah, so they're they're trying to tout it, and and don't get me wrong, I like it. I'm glad Ford's coming out with it, and I can I can honestly say if if Cybertruck doesn't work out or it never comes out or if it never was to come out, the F one fifty would have been a now that it's out now or announced at least, I would be looking at it. I for, love the power. I love the frunk. I yeah. love the frunk. Oh, it's that, awesome. That frunk is cool, and it, it, it's awesome. It, I was actually thinking. I, I I debated as I was picking these topics tonight uh, in the news. I was actually going to uh, devote one of the topics to talk about the F one fifty. Uh, we like, can do that. Yeah. No. I mean, it's we, no, no. We no. We we got enough other stuff to talk about. But yeah, maybe at the end we can we can talk about it. But but no, I like it too. I like it too. I just think Ford was a little deceptive with their numbers on their presentation, and days oh. later, and now weeks later, now we're starting to see what the true numbers are and stuff like well, that. There were some exaggerations in yeah. the presentation for sure, right? And that forty thousand or sub oh, forty thousand. Yeah, now we realize that nobody one. can buy it. Yeah. <laughs> right, the biggest one. Here, we're, we're going to start at 40000 and then the news uh, all goes, oh, look, look they're going to start at 40000 What a deal, what a deal. But they don't tell everyone that that's just like the bare bones, basic, no options, work truck. Uh, who knows if it even has AC, <laughs> you know? But, <laughs> and, but it's, it's, it's misleading. It's misleading. And I, I've seen lots of um, – YouTubers and stuff like that. You know, Doug Demuro, he's a big YouTuber. He talks about the Ford F-150 and he talks about how it's going to be 40,000. The Cybertruck's going to be 70. So, you know, not even com comparable in price. And he goes to the top of the line Cybertruck versus the work truck Ford F-150 that has no features. Yeah, you can you can see in some people some of the presses and some of the influencers' biases, right? You can see that they, oh, for sure. whether they were paid or not, I'm not going to go out on a limb and say people were paid. I'm not going to go that far, but you can see their biases for sure. Oh, and, uh, it's crazy. I can't believe it. Like, I mean, some of the big news organizations, CNBC is very anti-Tesla, and I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. It's got, it's got, it goes back. There's some history there for sure. 
Okay. Well, I don't know why, but yeah. it's it's crazy. I mean, you watch it and you just see the bias. You know. Yeah. But you're right. Like, I mean, these cars are getting more expensive. And what I think these OEM manufacturers are realizing is that they've got to spend a lot of money uh, for their battery tech and research or even just getting the cells uh, manufacturing stuff like that. So yeah. they've got to take this cost and turn it around to the consumer. So they can't, without losing their shirt, they can't. No, they got to take us. a loss. They got to take a loss on every product they sell. That's yeah. it. Take well, a loss on the EVs. Well, that's like Chevy. Chevy with the Bolt. They were putting in the U.S. They couldn't sell them, so they're putting ten thousand dollars on the hood of every Bolt they sold just to get them out the door. Well, that's after the fact. But I think these these new. OEMs like the Fords and, and the VWs and stuff like that, I don't think they're taking a loss. I think what they're doing is tacking it on to the consumer and they're realizing how expensive oh. these cars are. Oh, for sure. And that's why I think they're going to have trouble selling in the end of the day. Well, and the people who buy are generally the people who aren't doing enough research. Well, hopefully. I, I, I don't want them to see. I don't want to see them. Uh, for the OEMs that are coming out and making the switch, like the Fords and the VWs, and even the Audis as, uh, as much as – or any, any of the ones that have some kind of EV platform or roadmap, I want to see them do well because they're taking – it's the ones that are putting their head in the sand and just hoping the EVs go away. Yes, I'm talking about you, Toyota, and Honda, and all these other – and, and Mazda uh, – Oh, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe even yeah, Subaru. Maybe you can put in Chrysler in there, right? Uh, if you had Chrysler, so who well, knows? They uh, got the van, minivan. Nobody else makes a plug-in hybrid minivan. Yeah, but other than that, I mean, look at that. You you got you well, got, got the, the Jeep Hummer. now too. Oh yeah, the Jeep, the Jeep too. But that's that's another plug-in. It still gets pretty poor <laughs> mileage. I mean, it's Jeep, right? It's a Jeep. It's a Jeep. Jeep's never not. I've never bought. I've never seen a Jeep owner, and I have a close friend that's a Jeep a Jeep lover and a Jeep owner. I've never heard them once complain about the gas price. <laughs> really? Yeah. You don't, you don't buy a Jeep and, and look for efficiency. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. It's well, it's like buying a big pickup truck and look for efficiency, right? That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. But pickup truck with efficiency. <laughs> now you because you're looking at electric. Well, yeah, exactly. But like you said earlier, like all these other car manufacturers are getting expensive and Tesla is the one that's going to come out. Uh, in a few years, well, to Tesla look started like the bargain expensive. Ones. Yeah, 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 they started expensive, but the Model Three was the beginning of a transition from a niche, expensive automaker to bargain. You know, Model Three is a Model Three is a good value, and um, I, I would say it's probably the best value. The SR Plus, which I don't own, right? But the Model Three SR Plus is the best value in a new car today. If you drive an average amount of miles for a Canadian. The SR Plus, you can't beat it. You know what are you going to buy? Nope. Uh, even a Honda Honda Civics are pushing thirty thirty five thousand dollars these days. Buddy, you're exactly right. I watched um, Annie Sly's new video today where he talked about the cost of ownership in three years, and he brought up a good point. I think it was uh, he quoted Kelly Blue Book. It was they they did a survey and they found I, it may not be Kelly Blue Book, but I want to say it is just in case. Uh, just what I'm thinking, and they did a survey and they found in the states. So we'll use American numbers that they found the average price of a new car today was around forty thousand dollars, and then look at yeah, look at where the SR Plus comes in. The SR right. Plus comes 53. in at fifty three. No, minus, no, minus a five thousand incentive. No, I'm talking, I'm talking Canadian. I mean, I'm sorry, yeah. I'm, yeah, you're talking Canadian. I'm talking American. It oh, comes American in, comes in thirty nine forty, yeah. right? So it right. comes in just around that. So you're absolutely right to, to your point. 
you're absolutely right. Like, like Tesla's, even though people, I, I still get people thinking that Tesla's are so expensive. Well, let I got to correct. I got to correct Gary Mark in the chat here. He says seventy two thousand for the original Model Three long range, which was sixty four. It was sixty four thousand. No, but by the time you add the premium. This oh, but, but no, 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 no. We're not. That's, we can't all of a sudden say, well, when you add all the features up and you you get all the features, then it's going to be this much. No, it's like the Model Three long range started at sixty four thousand. That but, that was what my sticker was MSRP. But that doesn't include. But then you have to pay six thousand for the for the premium uh, package. No, not? that wasn't. No, that was. That I'll was Model was 3 long-range rear-wheel drive was 64000 Now, if you wanted options, you have to pay more. Okay. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Um, but, and that's come down in price since then, right? Right. So, I mean, so you know, I, I, I got it at that time because of the government incentives of 14000 I figured, hey, I can probably yeah. pick up a long-range for the same price as a, a standard range. Uh, me, and, me too. And I think actually the standard range, yeah, well, the standard range is cheaper now. With the five thousand dollar federal incentive, but nobody knew that was coming. Yeah, no, you're right. It's it's like people seem to forget. I mean, truth be told, before I got my Model Y, I didn't have my three for a little bit, uh, for about a month or so, and I was driving the gas car. And buddy, let me tell you, I turned to my uh, friends and work colleagues, and I'm like, "You rich guys, like, because they always make fun of me. Oh, I drive a Tesla, like lightheartedly. They make." Mm -hmm. you know you mm -hmm. i'm sure you, everyone you guys get it too the oh, tesla yeah. jokes like oh yeah you're so rich you drive right you know what it's like i turn the tables i'm like no listen when i'm paying and that truck in in my driveway that took tacoma it cost me 95 dollars here in canada because uh in ontario the price of gas is about a, a buck 30 a liter and you can do the conversion into into the gallons in the states yourself folks but that cost me ninety between ninety and ninety five dollars from empty to fill it up, and that gave me about six hundred kilometers. I was, I was like going poor in in the month and a bit that I had that I had to drive that truck. I was going poor because I was paying ninety five dollars every week, and I'm thinking thinking to myself, what? How much? How much would I would it take for me to drive to equate ninety five dollars in electricity? And it was just unfathomable. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's at least a month and a half if I calculate it properly. I mean, the difference between something like a Model 3 and a pickup truck, as soon as you're talking fuel or whatever, Model 3 pays for itself 100%. You, you basically pay the $50,000 for the SR Plus. You pay the $50,000 in fuel for the, for the pickup. Yeah. And over, over its lifetime, it basically equates to a free Model 3 if you drove that instead. Yeah, no, it, it like, and that's why I turn around and tell my friends, like, you guys are the rich ones because I, I'm going poor paying for gas. I don't know how you guys do it. My boss just bought a uh, Santa Fe, uh, Hyundai Santa Fe. Yeah. And and it's like, well, you know, he doesn't have money. You know, my, my boss is not very good with money. And uh, I'm just thinking, man, like, why would you get that? He he, it's a commuter vehicle for him. Just one person. He had a Corolla, and now he's getting rid of the Corolla to get a Santa Fe because it's he, so much better. He should have. I, I don't know. Uh, maybe they're good on gas, but I, I no, no, no. Fourteen, fifteen liters per hundred. He should have bought a, another Corolla then. Well, no. He, you know what he should have bought? He didn't like it, so he you needed know an SUV for a single driver. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, commuter teach, vehicle. Teach your own, right? Yeah. Teach your own. We, we can't sit here and... and uh, no, but I mean, people. that's the general public. That's the general public. Yeah. Uh, let's move on. Let's talk about uh, talking about like 
using the segue from people that are actually or, or companies that are charging a lot for their cars, the new EVs and Tesla seems to be going down in price. Um, well, they've actually raised the price in the la- in the states. We haven't noticed it right. because I think our prices were high enough as it is to Canadian pricing, but in the states they've been raising it slowly but surely. And mm-hmm. um, you know what? One of the things that they've been doing as they raised it, they've been dropping features. Radar. Somebody can argue and say, "Yeah, now you're dropping the radar." It's one of the things that I didn't don't like to see go, but we've already talked about that. But here's another thing. Drive to Tesla Canada talks about this. It's they Dutch they ditched their lumbar support in the front passenger. Now I don't know about you. I didn't even know it was there. And I can honestly tell you, like I said, I've only had my Y for a for a little bit. I couldn't even tell you if it's in there. It's at no. the shop. I, I I don't know. Like people are asking me in the comments and in, in all my videos, they're like, oh, in the last 24 hours, they're asking me, oh, do you know if uh yours came with it? Uh the, the lumbar and I'm like I don't know I'm gonna have just, to wait and see. It's only controversial because I mean I don't think anyone ever used that. Well, here's the thing. So this is the article by Drive Tesla Canada. You talk about it. Some guy on Reddit. Uh, Reddit seems to get all these things. Here's a picture he took. It's just it's just it's, oh, they've got yeah. the circle there for yeah. people that are watching, but there's no actual mechanism. It's just a blank circle there, right? Mm-hmm. The actual controls aren't there anymore. Uh, so. People are like losing their mind over this. I don't know. I bet you nobody noticed. Nobody noticed it until all of a sudden it's it's gone. I can tell you one thing. In the three years I had my Model 3, my wife that predominantly, other than the time she drove when we were all in the car, like when we drove down to Florida and everything for that 5,000 kilometers, she didn't move around a lumbar. You know what? She didn't even know there's lumbar support uh, controls on the side there. She doesn't even know it's there. So, like, you got to wonder. She's not, like, an anomaly. There's right. a lot of people that probably don't know that no, it's there. No, they don't know this is there. So th- there's a comment in the chat here, this John. He says he uses lumbar daily. So do you – I was wondering if John uses lumbar daily as a passenger. Yeah. You that's know, because the they didn't get rid of the driver's lumbar. No. And and this is – and if you can answer us, John, I'd be curious to know. But while you're doing that um, – Earlier tonight, I think this was t- today on uh, on Twitter, some guy named Ryan th- the Third Nerd or Three Nerd said, "I really don't like the direction Tesla's driver. going." Uh, what's that? John uses it as a driver. driver. Okay, so yeah, I can see. It that. doesn't apply. Yeah, I can see that. We're we're talking about mm-hmm. the the past year. So this Ryan guy on Twitter says, "I really don't like the direction Tesla's going, raising prices of vehicles, but removing features like lumbar for the Model Y on top of rumors of FSD increase going to fourteen thousand without any real added features to FSD unless you're a beta tester." So he writes this around. Um, oh, it was one thirty in the morning. This morning, uh, Elon replied just probably about two hours ago, three hours ago, lumbar was removed only in front passenger seat of the three and Y, obviously not uh, there in the rear seats. Mm-hmm. Log showed almost no usage, not <laughs> worth the cost and manufacturing for everyone when almost never used. Oh, I believe that. Yeah. Nobody knows it's there. <laughs> yeah. So he, I'll give Elon's done some weird things in the last little while that I've uh, been uh, touchy on, but, I'll give him this. He's absolutely right. Uh, and do I – am I mad that it's not there anymore? Do I think my I got ripped off? Do I think I got cheated? Do I think my car is worth less now? No. No. I, I'm not going to – When you go to sell it, the buyer's going to ask, hey, does it have passenger lumbar support? And oh. then he'll, he'll walk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. 
No, and then just to finish off uh, Elon's tweet there, he says prices, uh, price increasing due to majority, uh, sorry, major supply chain price pressure industry wide, raw right. materials especially. So, mm-hmm. and and that's what we were thinking. We were we were thinking that it had nothing to do other than. Um, some people thought it was chip shortage, and maybe it is a chip thing. But I think just a raw, like he's saying, the raw materials, the cost of steel, and, and I work in the steel industry. Yeah. So we do. Um, we make parts for heavy vehicles. They go to the oil sands for mining and stuff. Yeah. But anyway, steel is a huge cost uh, for our our company, and we've been raising prices across the board to our customers because steel uh, commodity prices are through the roof. Yeah. So. You know, we used to pay 40 cents a pound for carbon steel, just standard carbon steel. And now we're, you know, around a dollar a pound. So it's gone up substantially. So I I had no, I I had no doubt that uh, Tesla is raising U.S. pricing based on uh, material pricing that they're getting. They're, they're getting hit just as hard as, as we are, you know, they're getting hit um, with a hundred percent increases on the cost of steel and they're raising us pricing. And the only reason they haven't raised Canadian pricing is because the exchange rates going the other way. So I think the exchange rate is compensating for the, like we've been overpaying for our vehicles for quite a while. And now that steel pricing is going up, they're not hitting us with the same price increases that they're hitting the U S with. Yeah. No, it's it's they've got to get the money from somewhere, right? I mean, they can't take the hit for it all themselves. Like, f- f- they can do it for a little bit, but they can't do it over time. I, I can't blame a, a business or a company to do that, right? Um, uh, like Duncan says, uh, they've added stuff on occasion, numerous times. I shouldn't say on occasion, numerous times without charging us for it and and jacking the price up all the time, right? Like, I mean, just the software alone features. I mean. Uh, where we, someone else said something here. Uh, you guys are going crazy in the chat, and I don't have a. I made too much fun of Franklin. I don't have Franklin to help us out. Uh, someone did mention. I can't find it in 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 all the comments here in the chat. Someone mentioned that you know what? You don't even use it in in the drivers. Uh, this I'm going back to lumbar in the driver's uh, seat too much. Like it's one of those things where you set it and you forget it for the most part every right. now and then, maybe a few times a year, you'll readjust it. If you've got a bad back like me every now and then, but yeah, you don't use it that, that often, like in terms of using it, in terms of setting it, it's not like you have to set it every single time. It's, it's, a, it's one of the is memory, that a memory features, feature. Right? Is that a memory feature? Yeah, it I is. was just about to ask. Oh, okay. it is. It's part of the seats, right? So it, it is a memory. <laughs> I know this for my three, cause I have it set in a particular way on my three. Um, and it never moved. The, I moved it maybe in, in three years. I probably moved it two or three times, like enough times I can count on one hand. I think I adjusted mine the other day for the first time in years. It, it's, I don't know. It's something you'll never miss. I don't think so, yeah. Um, but, you know, it's the same argument as uh, somebody here mentioned. It. Um, it's, um, <laughs> I'm looking I thought a bigger deal was removing the garage door home link. Oh, that that I will miss. Mm-hmm. I know it's been like that for a long time. Right. And, and I'm not going to – what is it? $300? It's like 400, 400, 400, 400 Yeah, I'm not paying that. But, uh, but you, can I mount miss the, uh, you can mount your garage door opener to the back of the screen and you just, you just stick it on underneath there. So then you just reach underneath the screen and pull. That's a good idea because right now I have it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have it on my visor with a clip. Yeah, um, I don't and, like it there. And I don't but. mind leaving. You know, 
it's yeah call call it call me ghetto but i'm gonna leave it there or or maybe i might just take that clip off and yeah maybe do some double-sided tape and put it to the other side that mm -hmm. might be a good idea i've but, seen people do that and i i think it's a genius idea you never mm -hmm. see it and it's just very convenient just to reach yeah. out to the screen and pull it thanks mm -hmm. rob that's a good idea i might i might uh hide it behind and there. nobody will see it. if you put it on top you'll see it from the front so you want to yeah. put it underneath yeah on that's the back good... uh, bottom of the screen yeah see you benefited me having you on the show. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, let's get to our last topic, and then we can finish off because we're at a, mm -hmm. an hour, just over an hour now. So once again, another delay. Like I thought, I thought Tesla was on a new uh, timeline where they had uh, turned over a new leaf and Elon was yeah. doing all these timelines and they were actually uh, under promising and over delivering and things were coming early like the Y did and I thought like oh yeah we've turned a new leaf and we've you know we've turned a corner and no like oh. how many things have been getting delayed lately? Oh. Two weeks two weeks. Yes two, two weeks. weeks. And, and oh yeah well one, one week two weeks one yeah. month I, I just stop promising things you know just stop promising them. It's, it's as easy as that, man. Just stop saying like, just, yeah, it'll come don't. when it comes. Right. We don't, we don't, I don't know why he feels Elon. If you're listening or if anyone, <laughs> I know you're not listening, but if anyone has the ear of Elon, ask him for us. Like why, why, why do you feel the need that you have to give some kind of a timeline? Yeah, I get right. it. A lot of people are waiting, but you know, Elon to, hell time. With, to hell with them. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's Elon time. But he's he's very optimistic. Like he, he's very optimistic. He's not oh, trying. He, I don't think he's trying to mislead anyone. He's just thinking, hey, uh, maybe we can get it done by next week. Oh yeah, no, I I have no doubt that he's um, an overachiever, and he pushes. Uh, he's been uh, for people that have worked for him. I've heard that he's a very. He's what word am I looking for? He's compared to Steve Jobs a lot in terms of uh, the expectation he has for his uh, employees and the expectation expectations he has for himself. I mean, listen, the man's on his third wife, isn't he? So uh, he, he obviously cares dearly for his company and his visions of, of, of where these things are going almost to a fault obviously if uh, and i don't want to judge the man don't get me wrong i'm not judging him his his reason he's on a third wife could be for so many other reasons uh but one you know begs the question the question is begged like why like i mean are we like uh, putting other stuff in our lives on 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 different uh priority lists who knows oh he's not married to grimes no it's just a, no he was never married so yeah i shouldn't oh, call okay. it a wife but he's okay do I have to use the term she's, baby she's mama? She's interesting. <laughs> she's she's an interesting character. I like yeah. this this comment from John here. Some people are complaining no ashtray in their Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> I find that hilarious. Oh, I remember yeah. when ashtrays were an option. $100 option. Oh, yeah. 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 We're dating ourselves. Hey, John, yeah. do me a favor so I don't have to scroll up. I know you asked me us a question at the beginning in the chat. Can you just uh, post that question again so I don't have to scroll all the way up because the the chat's been going pretty good. Not not crazy like some of these chats where you go and they just keep going. But I won't be able to find it if I go all the way up. So, John, if you can uh, in another five minutes, if you can uh, just put your question again. I, I vaguely remember nothing. it. Still two nothing. How much times left? Uh, 
Let me. Period three, eight forty. Oh, we're screwed. Oh. Wait, it we're was too. Screwed. We're screwed. It, Where, where's Franklin? I thought he would come back. No, no, he's too much of a diehard. What a uh, bum. Uh, hockey fan. Okay, so last topic, and we were talking about Elon. He delays it. Uh, this uh, plaid reveal, not reveal, sorry, um, delivery event. It was supposed to be June third, which is in a few days. He delays it again. Not, I shouldn't say again, but he delays it to June tenth. He says a week. So we're. He didn't say officially June tenth. I was talking I'm to just, some friends about to say, but he did say a week. So we're just all so sick of these, yeah, delays, but deadlines. I'm, I'm why, really, why even put the deadline out? But this is, you know, what it's getting worse because I can't think. Correct me if I'm wrong, people in the chat or Rob. Have you ever heard of an event that has, has been announced by Tesla that got changed? Nope. nope. I mean, the events, that's, the events that's, always happen. Yeah, hook or crook, it always happens. Like mm-hmm. they may delay it in terms of when they announce it. Because I remember Cybertruck, they were supposed to do something in the summer and then the early fall, and then it ended up being the end of November. But actually, let me an- correct myself there. They start late. All the events start oh, late. Well, like sometimes, sometimes an hour plus, two hours late. You know, that's, that's a I given. I think the Model Three reveal was very late. And the Cybertruck was late, late uh, as well. Oh, I can't remember the Cybertruck. Um, but oh, the why? Well. The, the why? I think the why was the earliest, and I think that was still right. half an hour late or forty-five minutes late. Because it was the why. Yeah, there was no, there was no hype. No, you're right. They, they, the fanfare for the hype was very subdued. They, they did that intentionally, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, okay. So well, it's Elon's yeah. least favorite vehicle. Ah, oh, it's my favorite vehicle right now. But well, it's just until it's not, the Cybertruck comes, it's not different enough. Elon wanted the uh, go, uh, Falcon Wing doors, and never yeah. happened because yeah. the beam counters got there, and he they're like, let's just make it the same as Model Three, then we can pump them out. Well, they had to. Can you imagine if Elon got got his way? With, oh yeah, with, yeah. Like he want didn't he, it wasn't the wide one he wanted to do with the um, one tenth or one third the amount of uh, uh, cabling and wiring. Well, that never happened. No. No, but he wanted. I remember him talking about mm-hmm. it in one of the tweets. Uh, and yeah, maybe like him, Berlin. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe the Y two point Who knows? So, anyways, in this tweet that Elon says, uh, he says, uh, "Model S Plaid delivery pushed to June tenth. Needs some more. Uh, needs one more week of tweak. Not tweaks, but tweak." <laughs> You notice that it's a very singular, oh. and then he also says, "But then this is where he hypes everyone up. Like he's he's a genius for this. You gotta admit, he gives you the bad news, but then he sort of distracts you with stuff like <laughs> this, where he goes, This car feels like a spaceship. Words cannot describe the limbic renaissance.' Look, look at I, Gary I, I, Mark here in the chat. What's he saying? What's Gary saying? What the hell is limbic resistance? Well, Gary, you took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to ask you, and you're a you're a very well spoken person, Gary. If you don't know what limbic resonance is, <laughs> I someone look it up. Okay, you know what? I'm going to look it up right now. <laughs> limbic, and you know what's going to do? It's going to give me a. It means both. I don't even know how to spell it. I'm, it's right in front of me. Uh, Here, Dun- Duncan answered it in the chat. Did he? Oh yeah. <laughs> Is the idea that the capacity for sharing deep emotion? Okay, enough. Enough. <laughs> uh, Duncan says, oh, okay. I, I, Duncan, I can't put that on the screen. <laughs> but I do agree with you. Uh, 
Okay, John is asking. This wasn't the question you were first asking John at the beginning, oh, but, but, but I will answer. I will answer your question. There is not going to be an FSD button. I cannot see that this button was a. That's another thing. We want to talk about things that Elon said as we vent about Elon and his tweets a little bit too much. That whole button oh, fiasco, man. like button gate. Yeah, button gate. <laughs> uh, if a if a button comes now after all of this delay and all this stuff. I'll be surprised. I'm not going to say I'm going to eat my hat or anything like that, but I'll be surprised. Oh, you wouldn't want to eat that beautiful hat. No. No. I love this hat. I love this hat. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan Wins can uh, can tell you stories about how we got this hat uh, at the event. That was so so much fun. Okay. Um, does anyone have any questions in the in the chat that, want, that you want me, us to answer? Or do you have any questions of Rob? Uh Say now or forever hold your uh, peace, I guess they said. Where is Xmas Part 2 update? Oh, yes. That's a very good question. And V11. See, these are all the delays. Like, I mean. Disappeared. It's like. I was starting to get into this mindset that Tesla's like sandbagging everything these days. You know? I was getting like. Model Y came six months early. Wow, surprise, surprise, right? And and when they say, oh, well, we're not sure if we're going to hit the deliveries this quarter that we promised. Oh, look at that. We we hit record deliveries, you know? And it's just yeah. like they're starting to sandbag and stuff like that. Battery day. Battery day, yeah. Everything was being sandbagged. And now all of a sudden, it's like we're missing all kinds of deadlines that we're setting for ourselves. We're back to the old Elon. <laughs> and uh, Xmas update part two. You know... I miss the old uh, speedometer. I really do. You really notice it? You mean in, in the size? Mm-hmm. You notice the difference? Oh, yeah. The old one was so much better. I don't notice the difference anymore. It's yeah. so much better. Just remember back and remember how beautiful it was, and now it's like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't, it was I, centered, nice and big, and now it's like off in the left corner, small. Phantom braking. Well, Apparently, one of the whole things with dropping this radar is what I probably should have touched on the explanation about it. Dropping the radar was because the two systems or the two hardware, the camera and the radar, were conflicting with each other. And then it's like, which does the software listen to? The Which hardware? They could have just programmed it out. So that's why I heard that's why they took it out because now you now you won't get any phantom braking, but now are you going to get phantom stopping? I mean, sorry, phantom not I don't stopping. Know, like, not stopping, yeah, phantom not braking. <laughs> that's like a double negative, isn't it? Uh, so uh, I don't know. Um, let me scroll up. John had a very good question, so I want to scroll back up to see what he, he was asking. Um, just talk to people. Tell. Give us an update in the score and the time left in the game. Oh, it's two nothing still and four thirty left. Oh, at least they're so screwed. Um, so I cannot believe they blew this. I want. I actually want to talk to you. I want to talk about cost of ownership, right? And so I talked about my cost of ownership. Actually, I realized something. Um, cost of ownership is a lot higher because I keep buying stupid Tesla stuff like short shorts and uh, cyber oh, yeah. tr- and mini cyber trucks and stuff like that. Oh, I got a Model S for kids. I I can't even ride it. I'm I'm not eighty pounds. Okay, that doesn't count. I'm talking about <laughs> for the car. I'm not talking about your 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 uh, oh, it's, fanboyism. It's 
it's yeah, bad. Your fanboyism is a completely separate thing. If I had to give the cost of ownership, I'm not going to include the 500 and some dollars for the 110 scale Cybertron right. that my wife wanted to divorce me over. I'm yeah, not counting that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. And then the new ones, the new 110, got to get those because they come with the, uh, and I got two of them because they came with the ATVs. Got the short shorts. <laughs> Who spends $100 on a pair of shorts? Uh, I do. I know, but you can't. I, I get it. And and tequila, if we had tequila Waiting here. for the shot. Well, no, we're not getting tequila here, but we're going to get the shot glasses and the decanter. And I can't wait. I, I, I'm i going to be first in line for those. I don't care how much they cost. Your credit card is going to take a beat. Oh, money. yeah. It's it's bad. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> okay. I got um, – Benio, you're right. Cost of ownership, but I don't – in all honesty, I don't think he, he, we can include that. So I found John's question. Here's John's question from the very beginning. Would you pay 20000 for FSD, whether it was Canadian or American? Not in the current shape it's in. Okay. But even if it came out and everything worked like I said it was – okay, and we're not talking robo-taxi. I think, I think FSD and robo-taxi are two different things. But just FSD, level four, or you can call it level five, where you can sit back. You don't have to touch it. You can even go in the backseat. We're not talking about that idiot either. But we can go in the backseat if you wanted to, and the car drives for you. And uh, We're the going in the backseat? Yeah. Would you pay 20 grand for that? No, no. Okay, not even in the backseat. <laughs> not even in the backseat. If the car would drive autonomously without anyone in the car, like say this. Say you could drive Summon to it. work. You can drive to work or have it drive you to work, <laughs> drop you off at the front door of your office. The car drives back home, picks up your wife. She It takes her to work. And well, then that it, saves you from buying a second car. Exactly. So would you pay 20 grand for that? That I think so. But in the current condition it's in and the current software state it's in, it's I, I paid 2600 for mine and I don't even know about that right now. Uh, I don't know, man. If it was twenty six hundred again, I think I would, I would jump just well, for the fact of Trevor. Trevor jumped at thirty six hundred, and I was like, "Oh, if you're jumping," and then all of a sudden it was twenty six hundred, and I was like, "Well, if you jumped at thirty six, I got to jump at twenty six. Was it a thirty six at one point? Mm-hmm. When? Uh, early twenty nineteen. Before it went to twenty six. Right. It was thirty six, and then a week later it went to twenty six. Oh, he must be kicking himself. And no, now I. I Think he got a refund? I'm not sure. Oh, okay. I forgot about all that time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everyone forgets about that time. <laughs> Early 2019, I believe. Okay, John said this is a different John. He said he paid 10k Canadian and is still waiting for the FSD improvement over this past mm-hmm. year. Yeah, buddy, that's that's it's the same as last year. I, yeah. I don't I don't know of any material improvements to uh, FSD. You know, it's been. Yeah. Uh, I would pay 20K for limbic resonance. Yes. Oh, yeah, for sure. Whatever that is. What do you mean, whatever it is? It's this. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I think we, we should wrap it up. Rob, thank you very much for uh, coming on the show and sharing your uh, oh, thanks for 200K me. experience and, and helping me out with the topics and stuff like that. It's thanks been a lot for of fun. having is- me, man. It's, it's more fun than the Leafs game. Here, here let's just show this. Um, yeah. This is bad. Oh no! Hold on. Let's go to next oh, year. That's oh. an empty netter. It sounds like we're so screwed. Yeah, but you know what? Here's what I want to know: It's like how, like, like how can? Uh, anyways, it's just like the Oilers going out in four. How? How is that even possible? Well, you know what? 
four would be better than seven. It, at least they would have dragged it. Uh, anyways, this isn't a hockey show. Mm-hmm. Anyways, for the for the people listening, thank you very much for uh, watching us and listening to us. And uh, we'll try to, the next episode or our next podcast. I promise um, somehow, some way, we're going to get uh, Inception Automotive detailing on. Save your questions. If you had any questions or any contradicting stories you've heard and, and myths and stuff, like that, we're going to clear all that up for you. If you have any questions, save all your questions. I will let you guys know a few days in advance uh, of when, when the show is going to happen. Uh, we're going to get um, Lorenzo on, and he's going to answer all your questions. And... Uh, educate everyone too he's gonna he's gonna do a little slideshow and educate everyone and um we might actually do it all from his location at his shop that would be pretty cool but stay tuned for that rob once again thanks for coming on um thanks for having me dax where can people find you like i know you're all you're prolific all over the internet right you're not you're no franklin mother frunker no i'm no Um, no mother frunker but but but, uh, (laughs) You're on you're on Facebook quite a bit. I'm and, on uh, Facebook. I'm on the Model Three Canadian group. I'm on the Model Y Canadian group. I mean, yeah. you, um, you're on Twitter too. I know. I'm on Twitter bit. at High Mileage Rob, yep. and um, yeah, that's and I run my own uh, EV group here in Kitchener, Riva yep. Group, uh, Waterloo Regional Electric Vehicle Association, and uh, we can't wait to get back to doing events. We do many events during the summer and we, we just have EV outreach and we try to get the general public involved and, and spread the word, spread the EV gospel and um, yeah, trying to do the best job we can. Yeah, no, you guys do a great job. Um, Speaking of events and speaking of meetups uh, here in Ontario, hopefully the rumor is the, we're still in a lockdown for everyone listening at home from other places. uh, We are still in a lockdown in Ontario Apparently, it's supposed to be lifted the week of June 14th. If it does, and it's looking like it does, the numbers are going in the right direction. If it does, uh, stay tuned. Anyone in the GTA, we're going to be announcing a some kind of event, some kind of drive or meetup very, very shortly in a few weeks from then, sometime this month. So stay the tuned. Day after, the day after lockdown. No, it won't ends. be the day after. It won't be the day after. Because that day after may be a Thursday. So it may not. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what day. But, but um, stay tuned. Uh, pay attention to uh, my Twitter um, account. And if you're on our my Facebook pages, my Canadian Facebook pages, stay, stay tuned to that. And I'll even uh, maybe put something here on, on YouTube too. Okay. Thanks for watching. Guys, in the chat, thanks for participating. It's been a lot of fun. We will catch you here next week. Take care. Bye-bye.